Reaction and Revenge At the Pine Ridge Agency, the massacre panicked the more than 6,000 Lakota that camped there. By nightfall, over half had fled. About 15 miles away, they met the last spirit dancers who had been going to surrender at Pine Ridge. These groups totaled roughly 4,000 people with 800 to 1,000 warriors. The next day, about 50 warriors rode toward Drexel Mission, setting fire to a government schoolhouse and several empty cabins. The smoke was seen at Pine Ridge Agency. General Brooke sent out Forsyth with the 7th Cavalry, 10 Indian scouts, and a Hotchkiss gun. After finding the source of the smoke, Forsyth led his full force into a steep-sided valley. The Lakota warriors took the high ground and began firing on the trapped soldiers from three directions. Forsyth sent for help. It came from the 9th Cavalry, which had ridden 90 miles the previous day to reinforce Pine Ridge. The 9th consisted of Buffalo soldiers, war-hardened black Americans. They moved in quickly and efficiently. The Lakota warriors fell back and Forsyth's 7th Cavalry was saved by a rescue force half its size. An entire regiment of the U.S. Army had been penned in for a full day by 50 warriors. On January 1st, warriors attacked a supply train on the banks of the White River. This time, the rescue was swift. Seven troops of cavalry charged into the Lakota, killing or wounding six warriors. Three others died trying to escape. Six days later, Lieutenant Edward W. Casey decided that he could convince the 4,000 Lakota camped at White Clay Creek to return to the agency. He sent a messenger to Red Cloud, who urged Casey to retreat immediately. As Casey turned to leave, a warrior shot him through the head. Once General Miles had coaxed and coerced the Lakota back to Pine Ridge Agency, all those who had participated in the various killings after the massacre were exonerated since they had acted in a time of declared war.